Hey everybody, welcome to Shy Squid Speaks, hosted by me, Squid Pengaro, the emo filmmaker. Ah, I haven't done a podcast in a while. (coughs) Because as you can hear, I'm still suffering a little bit of the cough. I've been taking some Ventolin and some Codril, and it's starting to uh, go down. It wasn't as violent as last week. Last week I was out with my friends, having good, having a good time, and we were going to nightclubs and partying, and and dancing and kissing random strangers. <laughs> okay, <coughs> not bad. But uh, I started coughing and I started coughing violently, violently, and I almost threw up. It wasn't the rum and coke that I ordered that was causing me to throw up it was more like the cough and a few days before that uh, I almost threw up in fact I did throw up uh, a couple of times after a heavy (coughs) I threw up three times after a heavy bout of violent coughing and it was it was no good that day uh, I decided to go home and rest a little bit my coffee's starting to come down, but uh, I'm still um, quite a bit away from being fully healed. I guess I should talk about Monoliths and my current success with it. It's available on the iTunes store, but I've also it's also being broadcasted on uh, on Adelaide TV in South Australia on the Channel 31 network, which is short to become the Channel 44 network. (coughs) Excuse me. After it's getting its digital transition, Monoliths is is being broadcasted. My documentary series that I worked on for 12 straight months is finally getting broadcasted, and I'm so excited. uh, I'm not a television superstar as of yet. I, I haven't... Uh, grown tall popper yet but heck I mean how many filmmakers and uh, artists out there can say they've been on the television and this isn't a small cameo I'm actually hosting the show for 30 odd minutes I'm going to be talking about public art and it's uh, relationship it's it's sexual and loving relationship with the people and how people interact with public art and hidden public art and how public art functions in its environment. I was walking through a shopping centre when I got the call from the the programme manager at the station and thankfully uh, there were no sound problems or no visual problems and he called me up and he said to me Hey Squidge, Mondolifs is going to be broadcasted and I was elated and it's so fantastic. Uh, I don't want to sound cocky when I'm doing this. And by that I mean I'm doing this for my friends and for my family. <coughs> because I grew up um, in what the Americans will call the projects or the British would call an estate, it was a very depressing neighborhood. It wasn't all that bad. There were some positive things about my neighborhood. But what I mean by depressing is that everybody had the attitude of you're never going to get anywhere in life. 
And it was incredibly sad because there are some musicians and there are some artists who are working very hard, who do very, very cool things, who are working、um, as an independent and making their mark into local scene. This television show of mine sort of functions as a way. I wanted to do it for them to say, hey, we're in this together, and yes, we can succeed. We may have been born into a small town, but that does not mean. We can't achieve something. I just, just,、uh, my voice just went upwards、uh, in resonance. It, it wasn't meant to do that until about 8 p.m. I'm, I'm really pleased with myself. I've,、uh, I've done a lot of great things this year. My, I feel that my film and television career has certainly risen, and、um, it's very exciting. So that's Monoliths. Broadcasted on Channel 31 Adelaide, Sundays at 9 pm. It'll be running for three weeks. So if you want to support Australian local filmmakers and artists, please、uh, watch that. And you won't regret it. I have had some positive feedback from a friend of mine who's actually watched the show on television, on his own、um, television? television set. Do we call them television sets anymore? I don't know. But、uh, he said he liked it. He said it was well worth the wait. And、um, you know, I've just been whoring myself, not literally, of course. I've just gone on this, this promotional tour, and I've been posting links on Facebook and Twitter, and、um, there is links on the TV guides. If you go to the South Australian television guide on the internet, You see down at the bottom、um, community television monoliths by Squidge Pangaro. And my friend thought it was really good and he said it was hilarious. And other people have said that they learnt a lot. And even though they've been living in Adelaide for about 20 years or so, they learnt things they never thought about Adelaide. And they say, oh, oh, that's a public art. Those coins on the ground is really just a, a piece of public art.、Um, it isn't for the hobos at all. It's, it's a piece of public art that people should enjoy. Only a few of you would get that reference. <laughs> Come to think of it, I can get feedback from the iTunes store. Google sends me a report every month, and I can see how many people watched it and from what country. But I can get a general average on who's watched my, bod- my podcast, my podcast,、uh, supplements, my podcast,、uh, just the general average.、Uh, they just add and multiply and just send me a report and I could find out about iTunes. But I can't find out about who is watching my television、uh, show. Uh, there's no way, there's no method, there's no gadget to do that. But from the feedback I got so far, it's been pretty positive. So, to all the people who's watched the show, thank you. There's a new wearable video camera out. It's called Luxi. Luxi? I don't know. I, I don't know how to pronounce that. But、uh, if you're into life logging,、uh, which is just.、Um, it's, it's about those little cameras. Where you can、uh, attach to yourself, attach to your member, or not to your member, then it will be a sex life logging. 
if you like um, live vlogging or video blogging or if you're a filmmaker who enjoys new gadgets like me uh, who likes this kind of stuff there's this um, new wearable video camera out that it can store f up to five hours of video and get, and it can send those video pieces to uh, Facebook or YouTube or Vimeo or something else and it's it's not. Uh, it looks similar to a Bluetooth headset. To anyone who's got one of those, um, I don't know anyone who's got one of those, but uh, it's similar to a Bluetooth headset, and it's not clunky, and it's just uh, it's it just straps on simply. It's um pretty small, and uh, it looks pretty fun. It looks really interesting. I think um as a filmmaker, it would probably be. Uh, useful for point of view shots, some first person view footage for a film. It's got a little rubber sticky attachment. Um, according to this picture I'm viewing on my laptop, you can attach it so it points to your subject, which could be uh, the person steering the vehicle or it could be the passenger. That's probably what I would use it for. I've just been using for my internet browsing um, IE9 and Firefox and I've been um, I've, I've discovered a few things Firefox is open source which means it's free and source code can be edited by absolutely anyone it's got uh, Firefox taught me how to use browser tabs I've been using them since Netscape Navigator gosh that was a long time ago about 2005 I miss Netscape Navigator. It was pretty cool, and and and, and the homepage was the was the Netscape um, the Netscape news page. Uh, I've forgotten what it's called now because it was like five years ago since I last used it. It functioned kind of like Yahoo uh, or Nine MSN does now, and it was it was kind of good. I, I missed uh, looking at the horoscopes. Uh, consequently, even though I don't really believe in horoscopes, I think it's kind of interesting to learn about those things. But, <clears throat> you know, you just, uh, you might never know what horoscopes are going to say. Because, see, I don't trust horoscopes that much. Um, just stuff, it might say, if, if you're just new in a relationship, it might say, dump your boyfriend or something, or, or Sagittarius doesn't go well with Scorpio, I don't know, <laughs> it doesn't make sense. I hate, oh, those, there was these ads on television, I remember them. There is this, like, SMS service, which is, I believe, a growing market. And there was this SMS service. It said in their very cheesy voice, Find out if you are compatible with your boy-girlfriend. Uh, just MSS your two names to whatever number it was, and we'll tell you via a, a, a super-secret calculator that's super-accurate how compatible you two are. And it's just nonsense. I mean, how do they work out the mathematics about uh, f behind that? R ridiculous. How do they... Is it by the numbers in... the number of vowels in uh, the two names? How on earth do they work out? It's probably some random fucking number, really. Anyway, I've used Firefox for browsers, and also it's got a lot of apps. 
you can mod it. Uh, that's a video game term. You can mod fa- Firefox. It's got a pretty interesting um, set of apps. I used to use Echophone for twittering uh, via Firefox. And Firefox is pretty fast. But it takes a lot, a lot of processing power. Also, Firefox has a very bad habit of just crashing. Maybe it's my fault. Maybe it's maybe it's me because I'm a fucking idiot and I, I like to have as many browser tabs as possible because I like um, going browsing lots of shit all at once. I mean, you got to do something when you're uploading a video. <clears throat> so I like to look at porn websites. No, not really. I don't. But you know, I like to look at as many browser tabs as I, as I want. Firefox does allow you to do that, but sometimes if you overload it, uh, it overloads your overloads the browser and it crashes, and then you have to restart your laptop again, and uh, and it's just a pain in the ass. I've been using Internet Explorer. I haven't used it in a while, in uh, two years to be precise, and it's okay. It's got browser tabs too. It's it's fast. Uh, but not as fast as Firefox. But it it is a little bit buggy. Yeah, I find it sometimes. Um, it doesn't crash, but uh, there's a lot of pop-ups. The pop-up blocker on Firefox works pretty well. Only a few times has it ever uh, missed a pop-up. But Internet Explorer doesn't crash as much as a Firefox. It is a little bit slow. As I was typing a tweet uh, to test its capabilities with Twitter and Facebook and and the rest of them, that it was a little bit slow to display all the characters. As for Google Chrome, however, I haven't used it. I have heard that it's pretty fast, so I'm quite interested. At work, I like to use Safari. It's pretty fast. It's got its browser tabs and... It displays correctly, and for Macintosh, it's probably the best browser. Uh, there is a Firefox version for the Mac. I've used it a couple times, and compared to the, um, the PC version, it's um, it's pretty much the same performance. Uh, yeah. Hmm. I've just been thinking about digital clothes. There was an art exhibition that... I saw during my university days and it was a dress it was sort of like a pinkish green pinkish green god damn it that should be a new color it was stitched and it was made with sort of like uh, a textile textile if you were to touch the fabric the textile and scrunch it and uh, run your fingers across it. In real time, it would display on a computer, on a projector, and onto a screen of some sort, uh, some imagery of, I think it was flowers or stars that were being generated um, with a particle generator. And in real time, as you touch it, it would display all this imagery. And uh, I think there were some kind of psychedelic uh, rainbow colours uh, flashing. Um, I might have been drunk or something, no. But there were some very, very cool imagery uh, displayed on the screen. 
and uh, I've been thinking in the future would we have that sort of thing would we have digital clothes some kind of glowing stuff vinyl glows enough already but uh, do you think we have like neon clothes or something neon there should be a health issue or something like that because there are powders in glass um, tubes and fluorescent light bulbs and and all sorts of um, yeah yeah it's a scratched idea I don't think it's pretty likely that we'll see any digital clothes soon but as an artistic medium as uh, in a Object the art. I think it's pretty cool, and I wish I want to see more of those types of things. So, if you're a textile artist and listening to me right now, create, make stuff, and and, and I'll come and uh, I'll I'll give give it a look and give it a squeeze. Gosh, I sound so dirty. No matter what I say, I sound so dirty. <sighs> I just like my sex jokes. That's a, that's all to it. <laughs> I think it may be a bit too late to enter in the fringe next year, which is sad because I want to. Uh, you can't stop at one Adelaide fringe. You've got to do them all. There's also the Sydney fringe, and also the Melbourne fringe, which are two events that I want to get in, uh, to enter into. Um, I I've always wanted to do a workshop or an artist talk, and talk about art, talk about uh, video art. Uh, talk about podcasting, uh, machinima, and talk about different aspects of filmmaking and art as a whole. And I've always wanted to do that. But unfortunately, I don't think I'll be in the Adelaide Fringe 2011. Hmm, it's pretty sad. Anyway, while we're on the subject of the Sydney Fringe, um, the subject of Sydney, uh, I think it's official. I'm going to the Sydney Kino Cabaret. Uh, session number three, 23rd to the 24th of October. So, if you're in the Sydney uh, and you're a filmmaker, why don't you stop by and we could hang out? And the Sydney Kino Cabaret is just a 24-hour filmmaking festival. Uh, the theme is game. I've got an idea. I know exactly what film I want. Um, I've talked about this on another podcast, but. I just want to say it's official. I'm going to Sydney. I may stay there for my birthday, uh, or I may not. Uh, it's on the weekend, so all my other filmmaking duties I have to see when I'm. Um, the it's the only day I could come because all the contracts, uh, all the filmmaking contract, filmmaking uh, stuff I have to. I was contracted to do. And I've been making a few pilots for the television station, which uh, many of the higher-ups love. Uh, the production officer, the production manager loved it. He thought it was great. And uh, so it's official. I'm going to the Sydney Kino Cabaret. Yay! But you know what? There, it, there will be no stopping for me. I got a few projects that I have to do from some overseas filmmakers that I'm that I'm involved with. Um, I got a film those, I got the Sydney, I got um I got another series to write. I got a mini series to write. Um I might start production on the second season of Monoliths. Um but that will be a long while yet. 
things have gone on the up and up for me. I've been looking at houses uh, near the southern area of the city. No, wait, the the west area. I'm, I'm just trying to visualize the map in my head without Google Maps or where it is. And I'm yeah, I, I wanted. To, I've been looking at uh, the west houses, doing a few inspections. I saw this house. It looked pretty good. It lo- it was a little bit interesting. It might have been too small, or perhaps I'm just used to living in a, a big residence. <laughs> Excuse me. And the shower was in the same kind of space as in the the uh, the bathtub. Like there was the bathroom. There was a mirror. There was a a bowl. Not a bowl, a sink. A bowl. What was I thinking of? There was a sink with some running water, and then there was a bathtub. And directly above the bathtub, on the ceiling, was a little shower spout. Uh, it's uh, the, the, uh, the thing that blows the water. Out. I, I'm, I'm not very good at English, as you can quite tell. But I found that weird. Maybe it's because I'm a little bit out of touch at the moment. Um... My cough has played havoc with me, and I'm not pretty sure how anything works at the moment. I found that pretty strange. And the cupboards, and I think the wardrobe, the doors were locked. I couldn't actually see how big they were inside, because I need somewhere to put all my 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 pairs of jeans, because I like to buy jeans, sometimes expensive ones two expensive ones and like blue jeans and black jeans and not cut up jeans I hate those jeans with those you know these those cuts purposely cut into them like scratches or something why do they cost 120 Australian dollars why I don't understand it I mean I could do that for free with my own pairs of jeans you don't need to pay a designer to 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 you know get a a razor blade or something and slash those jeans. It's completely... It's baffling! I don't get it. I don't understand it. And I think I might end it on the subject of jeans tonight. I've spoken as much as I'm... uh, as my cough is willing to permit me, (laughs) as a matter of fact. (laughs) So... uh, uh, don't forget my show, Monoliths, on C31 Adelaide, 9pm Sunday. Um, I'm not done whoring myself yet, and thank you very much for listening. Um, I continue, and I love your support. Thank you. Good night.